What's up, everybody? We're back. We're back from a long. Oh, it's like I'll be back. It's like that uh, one. You should do that. I'll one. I'll be back. Yeah. Well, it's actually and we are back. We are we are back. <laughs> Yes. Dude, we've been gone for a long hiatus. That's true. We were going to just take like a two week. Yep. You know, we're in summer. Yeah. We're, we're going to take a two we week break. Some, yeah. But then the Lord. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> but, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. We were like, okay, we need an actual, take we need an time, actual take a break. break. You took an actual break from the church, from uh, working, from all the things. Yeah. And then we took a break here. It's been good. Yeah. It's been really good to uh, just kind of take some time and rest and recharge. Yeah. It's been a pretty hectic two years for uh, sure for us. And I would assume for everybody else. Yeah. And so if you are a tug of more, if you're on the tug team, that's right, dude, welcome back. So many of you have reached out and saying, when are you doing another episode? Did Where you do you go? Filming? Are you not coming back? Please don't no. quit. I actually feel more encouraged after not creating content for yeah. eight weeks because so many people have asked us to it's start. True. Yeah. So that's good. So thanks for being our buddies. And so our encourage friends. your brother and sister. That's right. Let us know we're doing a good job. And like, don't stop talking to us now that we're back. Don't stop. Believe in. Is yeah. that what it is? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got nervous and insecure. <laughs> but yes, uh, if you're new though, welcome to the Tug of More. Yeah, we uh, are two people. That's true. That are friends. <laughs> two people. We're friends. <laughs> yes. We work in ministry together. That's right. And uh, we both feel this tug in our heart towards more. There's this like where we are and where we know we're called to be. And there's this fight and tension and struggle between those two. And like uh, this conversation is constantly just talking about what that looks like. Yeah. You know, one of the reasons that our break took as long as it did is because our old studio, which we own, is yeah. under construction, construction renovation. Yeah. And you know, stuff takes longer than anticipated. Always. And so we are now in our temporary, uh, we've had our a lot temporary, of temporary, temporary, temporary space. Our <laughs> temporary, temporary, temporary space. We've had a lot of studios That's true. that we've set up in. That's true. And so, I bet we are the most studio places for a shortest running podcast in the history of time. No, I don't know. Some of these dudes, they just be popping their Where laptop open in their car. That's true. That's true. So. We're back. That's right. Super excited. I like we, this so because you're right there. I'm right here. Like it's very clean and crisp and we can just have a conversation. No distractions. Go. It's good. If you're watching us, uh, you can see us, but a yep. lot of our listeners, our only listeners, That's true. they don't even know what we look like. They, they don't? I'm six foot four, blonde, <laughs> 135 pounds. Be, be, <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> have you ever heard? Wouldn't that be a very tall, thin person? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> super awkwardly tall. Yeah. Have you ever heard a radio person's voice and yeah. then you see their picture in real life and you're like, wait, that's what? not at all what no, I thought. Right. Yeah. I wonder if there's people like that. There probably is. That are listening to the tug of and have no idea. Well, you should go on YouTube and check it out. Then you can see us. But okay, so we took a break. Yeah. Our, we did some renovation that are currently still under construction and we took a rest for our soul and our mind and all the things. So let's we talk took about a rest because dang. Right. Am I allowed to say dang? Yep. Because it it was hard. Life is hard. Things are hard. And like we've talked about it a little bit on here. Like we were kind of at the end of the season that we were recording. We've been processing some of the things that we were walking through that yeah. there's been struggle. We've been leading while bleeding a lot this year. Yeah. And like we were like, we got to take some time to rest. Yeah. And so it finally just kind of for me got to a point physically and emotionally yeah. that I was like, I'm not enjoying 
anything anymore. Right. Or uh, I should say everything feels like a job. Right. Everything. When everything starts to feel like a like work, you're just starting to get exhausted. Yeah. And so we said, okay, let's pull back in some areas and take some time to rest and reflect. And uh, uh, at the beginning of summer, yeah. I had 10 people message me a sermon uh, from Pastor Michael Todd. Yeah. Uh, from Transformation Church, he did a message called Cuffed to Constant. Yeah. Cuffed, like handcuffed to constant. Yeah. The consistent grind of being busy and doing things every single day. And so after the 39th person messaged it to me, I was like, I'd better, I'd better probably listen this to this. True. And man, it kicked me dead in the head yeah. of my unwillingness to slow down, to rest, to put the ball down, and really to just trust God enough to rest. The comfort you are finding in the constant, and I'm saying you are finding in, but it's a it's a struggle, I think, for all of us who are those kind of people who tug into more. Like yeah. for me, it was super, I'm, I'm one of the 39, because for me, it was super yeah. convicting as I listened to it, because I was like, yeah, Lee, this is exactly what I do. Whitney was number one, seven, 18, Thank you, 25. give me a little bit of credit, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, she sent it to me a bunch of times. <laughs> but uh, yeah, because Golly, it's what we do. It's what we are comfortable doing. And we found that we're, yeah, it's more, un was more uncomfortable for us to put it down and to rest. And yet we realized this act of obedience of yeah. what God's asking us to do. And so you decided first to take some time and you took four, four? Yeah. Full weeks uh, off of Sundays, didn't attend, didn't come, weren't at work, didn't come to the church, didn't come to a meeting, any of the things uh, to really rest and yeah. reflect and recharge. And then I took a couple weeks after you got back here a little, just a few weeks ago. And so... So that's why we've been gone so long. Yeah. So let's talk about what we've learned and what you well, learned. Well, I think that I uh, have always been taught the importance and the value of work ethic. Right. And so thank you, mom and dad, right. for helping teach me that right. throughout my life. You're it's not a, a scrub. Good job. You no, know, it's one of my greatest <laughs> right. assets, I think, is that I'm a grinder. Right. But there's a point that like you're not only grinding, but you're getting ground down. Yeah. And it felt like, okay, ground down was happening. And I realized like something that Pastor Michael said in his message that I'm never going to forget. He said that your rest is worship. Right. And it rocked me so hard yeah. because he, here's here's what he meant was that when you're willing to rest, what you're really doing is you're trusting God yeah. enough to do what you think you can do. So when I will calm the junk down mm -hmm. and stop on all the emails and the meetings and the phone calls and chasing the more, right, right, trying to elevate myself, right. when I'll just calm down and trust God enough to, to rest, I'm believing that he's going to do more in his timeline than I can do in my timeline. Absolutely. We say it all the time that God can do more in a moment than you can do through an entire life of labor. But do we believe it right. enough enough to rest? We don't believe it in our daily life or even in our weekly life sometimes. Yeah. And so, man, it was getting to a point of like, what you said, I'm ground down. And when you're ground down, there's not much you can do to even like take ground. Like you were just at yeah. a, po a point, we were all kind of at a point of just like stalemate in like your soul, but also in your productivity yeah. because of how much rest was needed. And yeah. it was exacerbated by some disappointments. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if we talked about that on the podcast. A little bit, but not a ton. So we just, as a church, walked through some pretty major uh, disappointments, yeah, yeah. things that uh, were supposed to go one direction and went another direction. Now, what we know is that God's good and that his plan is going to be better yeah. than what hasn't worked out. Right. But some things that were just kicks in the gut yeah. a little bit, both like leadership wise, 
um, future, like facility wise, even staffing wise. Relational wise, wise yeah. Some, some from friendships, some relationships, yeah. and some staffing that so, was like, golly. And when you're tired and then those things start to happen, right. you don't navigate it as well. No. And so I have talked on here about my diet stuff. And so when I started getting sad, I started looking for cheeseburgers, right? right? And so I realized like warning signs. Right. I'm in a parking lot alone with a cheeseburger warning. Yeah. And it was for me just like, a, okay, it's time to have a recalibration yeah. moment. Stuff's been hard. We haven't rested. And, uh, and just the admittance of disobedience of rest. Yeah. So like real clearly in the Bible, which we're pastors. Yeah. And so if that's you're, if you're not a, a Jesus person, that's cool. We're really glad that you're listening. Yeah. Our context is the Bible. We believe that it's truth. Yeah. And so in the Bible, there's this idea that we should work six days and rest one. Right. And I wasn't doing that. Yeah. Ever, 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 ever. And even if you were doing it with your body, you weren't doing it with your mind and with your heart. No, and I uh -uh. think that is such I a would, piece my, that we have talked about rest on here before. Yeah. But we've even even gotten in little, not arguments, but like, what does it even mean? And how do yeah. we even do it well? And because our, our bend has always been, we don't want to tell people to rest too much because we don't want them to be scrubs. Like, yeah. but we're having to learn that it's more than just our, our, our body, our physical rest, but it's a mental and a heart rest that really can be transformative of the way we do life. Yeah. Because you've come back different than you were when you left yeah. and not just, Oh, I rested and now I will take a day of rest, but actual, like some of your thought processes, some of your priorities, some of your, uh, for me, some of my things that I would not let go of, or I would not, uh, be willing to shift my mindset on. I now have because I had that space for rest. Yeah, and I think it's really important. We did a message at More Church that we call SummerSlam. Yeah, and we did an event that uh, I preached a message on abiding and like yeah. spending time with yeah. God, and we can link it in yeah. the in the yeah. thing. And it was before the rest, so it was kind of a like kind of a downer. Like I was kind of yeah. exhausted Heavy. while yeah. preaching it. But really, when you're able to rest is when you're able to spend time with your creator. Right. It's when you're able to kind of center yourself in his presence yeah. and let God speak to you. So so we took some time and and did all kind of stuff. And, and we want to encourage you to be intentional to take some time to rest. Yeah. No, I think it's important. No, I understand that not everybody can take four weeks off. Yeah, not that's, necessarily. Yeah. But, but it wasn't just that you took the time. And I think that's what we is so important. Like you took time the year before you actually, I think took more time the year before than you took this year, yeah. but it was different because this time your intentionality of like, uh, resting. Well, one, you learn as you go. So yeah. like you get better every time. And For so sure. we both got better this time than we were the last time in how we rested. But then this time, like you did a lot of work before the rest to make oh. sure you were ready for the rest. I did a lot of work because you did a lot of work. You taught me, I did some work before I rested to make sure I was ready for the rest. So it wasn't me just going, oh, I'm laying on the couch or, oh, I'm going. We both even went on some trips to get away and recharge, yeah. but it wasn't just, oh, I'm gonna lay on a beach somewhere. No, it no, was no. how I'm gonna lay on the beach, how I'm gonna do the things I'm I gonna do. I was actively resting. Yeah, right. So I had built some lists of things in me that I wanted to work on, deal with surrender to God, repent from. Yeah. I built some stuff that I was like dealing with, hurting with. I built some list of things I needed to pray about. Yeah. Like just talk to God about. Yeah. And and so it was a reset, man. It was a put the car in the shop, right. pull the motor out, rebuild the engine. Right. It was like beyond an oil change. And so I had to take some time to like 
take all the nuts and the bolts out yeah. of my brain and my heart and put them on the table and examine what's right and then only put good stuff back in. Yeah. And it takes some intentional time uh, for us to both, for us to do that. So yeah. yeah. Talk about, I think, so before when you built the list, when you did the thing, but how did you build the list? And then I think we had to share some of like, just some real things, some real stuff that was on the list. Talk about some of the things that God helped us see because I think it's helpful for me, it was so helpful that you did it first. Like <laughs> right. it was super helpful for me to see you build the framework for it. And some of it we built together of like, what is this gonna look like? How are we gonna do this? And then, yeah, what are these questions I'm asking God? Cause so, I feel like that first year that we rested like intentionally, it was kind of like- body on couch. God help me, right. I'm tired, that, uh, speak right. to me. But this time was more like- Rejuvenation. I'm gonna dig in. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to search before I go, I'm going to search myself to mm -hmm. see what I need to dig into. Then I'm going to take the time to dig. So let's talk about it a little bit. Well, I think first I built the list of what had been rocking me. Yes. So you said disappointments. Yeah. And that was a start. Yeah. So there were a couple, which we talk about a little bit in that message of, yeah. uh, abide, abide. Yeah. But like there was a deal with a land negotiation with our city where we got lied to and yeah. tricked around and ran around and all the a things. A bunch of things, yeah. And so, man, it rocked me. I've never been madder. Yeah. I've never been madder at any instance in my whole life than right. this. Yeah. And so in that anger comes up all of this tension and rage. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm hulking out on people. Right. Internally. It's all internal, right. I'm losing my internal junk. Yeah. And, uh, and so I had to write down like, what was I experiencing? What was the unhealth in me? Yeah. How, how in the future when bad things like that happen, because more equals trouble, right? More equals trouble. How in the future am I going to learn to navigate that? And so I really had to unpack like what happened and how did I feel and when, and what did I do good and what did I do bad? Well, and more, more equals more, like what you said, it equals trouble. And I think that, so you did the like, what, triggered me why all this piece but then we had to like identify uh my brain is losing what i want to say but like we had to identify then from it okay what is the li the lie i guess it, mm -hmm. that is being now becoming the soundtrack right so and it was like a lie it's not truth but yeah. it was becoming the constant for me it was becoming the constant soundtrack in my head you said the word exacerbated like that makes everything bigger and more mm -hmm. intense but that it, that became the baseline. Right. So, okay. For my thoughts. So for me, yeah. like that situation yeah. specifically, that was really embarrassing for me. Okay. Yeah. That's perfect. So Good. like city council, you know, right. vote announce a thing to the church and then it ends up not happening. I'm now embarrassed. Yeah. I'm embarrassed in front of my city. I'm embarrassed in front of my church. I'm embarrassed in front of other pastors. Yeah. I'm embarrassed. But why? Right. Why do I care so much yeah. about the opinions of all these mm -hmm. people? Oh, well, there's a deeper root issue. Yeah. There's a deeper like uh, insecurity or need for validation yeah. or, and God, like, I don't want to get all into it. No, I right. will. I'll have to get my notes because I made no, you don't have pages to. and pages of notes. But what happened is I started to unpack right. what was actually going on in the inside. Yeah. And you cannot do that unless you're focused on it. Yeah. And you can't focus on it if you're still carrying the load yeah. that you're always carrying. Right. And so like for you, the like do, uh, the like, this is the, yeah the job the the pieces of that the, that did I do a good job did I do it well did I do the best of my ability is really like the thing in you that that matters a ton for me 
I care about if I did it well, but mine is also super attached to people. Mm -hmm. And so as we were going through a lot of the disappointments that were associated with people, mm -hmm. that was the one for me that was just like crushing me. It yeah. was crumbling my spirit. It was crumbling my like thought processes and it was affecting the way I was now dealing with everybody else. Right. Because I was like, oh, the lie that was playing for me was, well, if, if, if you can't I, help them. Yeah, if I can't help them, or if I love them so long, so well, and serve them and did for them, and then they still screwed me over, well, then everybody's gonna screw me over. Or yeah, if I uh, gave so much and loved them so hard and this, and they still in the end didn't ever see it or it didn't ever work, oh, then what good is it for me to keep doing the the very gift of what God's given me and who God's called me to be. And it was starting to just steal who I was, steal who you are. Yeah. You and I both said to each other in a moment, separately, in separate moments, like, oh, there's my friend, you came back. Right. It was like who we were as people and were starting to slip away. And Aaron, your husband said yeah. the same thing to me. Rachel said the same yeah. thing to me and, yeah. and, 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 and all the way versa. around. Right. I think something else that I wrote on the list was, and this is no slam on my mom and dad. <laughs> But I wrote down, what is the Baba curse? Right, right, right. Meaning like, what is it in my makeup, in my history, right. that is a gift and a curse? Right. And part of it is that work ethic. Yeah, yeah. My mom and dad will work harder than anybody I've ever met. Yeah. And they've put that in me. Yeah. And that is a gift and a detriment. And so I spent a lot of time unpacking Well, you, we that say piece. that phrase, uh, that's a leadership phrase all the time. Like, your greatest strength is your greatest weakness. And we have said that to each other for our years. Yeah. But this was a deeper level of mm -hmm. understanding for us of like, yeah, we talk about generational curses and like if you're in the church world, that's something people talk about all the time. Yeah. And it's usually related to like addictions and different, but this is just deeper understanding of like, oh yeah, what is in my makeup, in my DNA, in my, in the way I was raised, whatever, that is causing me to, yes, be super successful, but if I'm not careful to get it in balance, yeah. gonna kill me. Yeah. And so I think that's such a great, it was such a great object lesson, whatever, yeah. like great tool to yeah. help you, but then help me yeah. <laughs> and hopefully help all of them yeah. uh, in the end. Um, we strive, what we say is we wanna be emotionally elite. Yes. And becoming emotionally elite is a serious task. Well, and it, 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 other people I've said it to, mm -hmm. they're like, huh, good luck. or. Well, that's, that's very audacious. Like that's very uh, dramatic. Yeah. Like what you and I believe, what we teach our staff is like, LeBron James is an elite athlete yeah. and therefore he goes through a lot of training, a lot of structure, a lot of diet, all the things to be the athlete that to he is. To be able to perform at that level. And, and we wanna be elite in the ministry that we give and in the heart uh, pulse that we have for the people of our church and for our community and all the things. And so we're gonna have to be able to do a lot of work to be uh, elite and yeah. to be able to perform at that level. It's hard work, but it's worth it. So there's a lot of personal work. There's a lot of marital work. Right. Um, then there's a lot of like uh, cultural, like within your yeah. interpersonal team, work. And yeah. So it's, it's been a lot of work. Um, but man, it was so good for me to take that time and get away. You mentioned the trip that uh, I'm an only child. Yeah. And so I like alone time. Yeah. I like having some time by myself to just reflect. And so Rachel is so uh, great that she allows me to, to go yeah. and do that. And so I got out of town for f for three full days and uh, just went by myself and prayed and rested and went on walks. Right. And I uh, went to a place that uh, in the city, they have a lot of those little rental scooters, like little Vespa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I was riding that thing around. I was the happiest little dude you ever seen. <laughs> and uh, it was just like physical rest, but yeah. also 
the emotional rest yeah. of like not having to deal with all the things. It was it was really beneficial. Yeah, something you said in that message that is like, I know your brain is gonna say, oh, we have to unpack this, and we can a little bit, but like something you said in that abide message that everyone should watch, uh, is that your it is well was being stolen. Mm -hmm. Like the idea of we all, if you're familiar with church world, like it is well with my soul is this uh, song and idea, and you were saying my it is well is is broken it's stolen it's gone and like you were searching for your it is well yeah talk about it a little no bit. it is well had turned into this all sucks <laughs> and so when that starts to happen there's something broken in you man yeah but god doesn't want you to stay there and you don't want to stay there right and so you have to take some steps to get out of the everything in my life sucks and to go back and to find your your it is well and like the only place you can the only place you can really find as well is in the center of God's hand. Yeah. Is to position yourself in God's hand. And what I was doing, we're going to do a series. Well, I already did a message on it, but we'll do a whole series, I think, yeah. in January or February. Yeah. Where we talk about getting off the throne. Yeah. And so, like, the biggest thing that God spoke to me on my time off was that trusting you're on the throne. Right. I am. Right. I, in many times, unseat God from his throne in heaven. Yeah. And I think I know my life better than he does. Yeah. And so then it's my plan and my strategy and my hundred hours a week of work right? and my grit to pull yeah. the thing off. And God's up there like, Hey, would you let me do my job? Right. Let me be the King. Let right. me, let me sit on my throne, get off the throne. And yeah. so it's funny because it took me four weeks to get a handful of words. Yeah get off the throne. It took me four weeks to get four words. <laughs> right. To really like unpack it. Right. In me. And now it's shifted. It's shifted. I now uh, am not stressed out to go preach. I'm not stressed out in the same way to go and perform. Right. I'm not stressed out to have the staff meeting. I'm not right. stressed out to have a big preparation of what we're going to do at the tug of more. Right. The tug of more actually has been a very therapeutic process for me yeah. because as a communicator, what I like to do is come in very well prepared. Right. Like if I'm preaching or teaching somewhere, yeah. I have notes and power right. statements and I know what I'm saying and where I'm going and I like to have time to prepare. But what this uh, conversation experiment <laughs> conversation has oh, been good for, has been good for me is <laughs> that like an experiment is that, that is that the gift is already in me. Yeah. And so you have to plan and prepare and pray. But dude, relax. Well, we found that like in our conversation is where a lot of what we knew God was telling us we need to know, but what our church need to know, what people need to know. And it was like, if we could just record our conversation, but then when you do it, when you put mics and cameras and lights and all the things, yeah. then you get very like, uh, yeah, performance like is part of it that you start to stress. Yeah, I gotta say it and it's gotta be powerful. It's gotta have a through line, all the pieces. And it's like, no, let's just talk about it. And so like literally for this conversation, we wrote the word rest on a whiteboard and said, we're gonna talk about it. We have to talk about the season of rest. We have to talk about the fact that we took some time and we don't really, I still am like, what should we go? Where should we go next? But well, Oh, go. You got it. I go. Uh, no, go. No, I was just <laughs> going to say, though, like, what you're saying is true. Like, as your friend on this side of it, I'm like, 100%. You have come back. Uh, I said to you, like, we've been friends 12 years. And, like, yeah. the guy that, the friend that I, like, uh, 
fell in love with being my friend with like that guy 12 years ago who you were who who we all became friends together in in that moment that's where you that's who you came back as right and not the guy that we have all become different people over the last seven years because we've worked hard and given our life to this house and the church and all the things but i was like there there's the fun I, guy there's yeah, a loud over, tr there's the guy who's like gonna just show up in the room and and wing it and got it and, and gonna handle it and make it right. a fun party and like and we had been saying even to each other, which I think is another conversation we'd have uh, about like the presence that we were bringing into the room. Mm. Uh, but like, we both were kind of not knowing how to put words to like, you're not the same. And right. we we're, we did, we, and we'll talk about it one day. Like we mapped it out for each other. But when you came back, I was like, there, there you are. And same for me, like you were able to say, for there sure. you are, you're not, you weren't, you're, you haven't been being yourself and it's not this like super noticeable to the, everybody else right. i don't think anybody else was like no it's a it's a shift it's just a little bit of shift yeah and i think but but only when we're obedient to rest and only when we're obedient to lay down the thing we love the reason we don't want to do it is we're afraid that if we put what we love in someone else's hands it'll die it'll it'll suck it'll yeah. be the worst and yet we're put you said something a long time ago like we put our salvation for us, because we believe in Jesus and, and what he's doing and, and that he's our savior. We put our salvation of our eternal lives in his hands, but we're yeah. afraid to put these things that we work hard for in his hands. But we need a church building and I'm real stressed out that he's not gonna be able to figure that out for me. Right, it's absurd. It's absurd when you really look at it. Yeah, it, the, but we've been doing that in so many areas. And so it wasn't until you rested and saw uh, that there was space for you to talk about it. Yeah. There was space for me to go, hey, here's what I'm actually feeling, go. I, I think that um, my son, Titus, he will run around in his pajamas that don't match like a Christmas shirt and right. dinosaur shorts right. and run around and talk about crazy things and have cupcake in his hair. Yeah. And like, he's so care, <clears throat> he's so carefree. Right. We all, we all used to be like that. Yeah. Right. Right. Like little baby Whitney was not concerned no. about her lipstick. No. <laughs> right. I'm saying I used to not iron my shirt. But right. then like, as we grow up, we start picking up these new stressors yeah. or like responsibilities or this image that we're trying to yeah. portray. Yeah. And if we're not careful, we shift so far away from who we want to be. Right. I've got a good friend that I uh, grew up with and his dad was the most stoic, never laughed, never smiled, no facial expression, stoic. And we would all like tease his dad about how yeah. stoic he was. And now my friend is the exact same way. Yeah. He's yeah. now 40. Yeah, it's taken him 40 years, but he's now just turned into the thing that he despised. But why slow shifts one at a time, mm. a little bit of joy lost, right? A little disappointment, a little sadness, mm -hmm. unmet expectation, and all of that stuff, it just turns us into who we don't want to be. Right. And so we have to have some recalibration moments to stay who we know that God created us to be. Yeah. Okay. Somebody's watching. And they're thinking that's great for y'all pastors that you get to take weeks off of work. Right. What What would you <laughs> tell for you? What would you tell somebody who maybe doesn't have that flexibility? Yeah. Well, it's actually um, I would tell them what you told me because okay. when you went to take the break, guess what that meant? Yeah. I was now more engaged <laughs> yeah. in my job than uh, than I even would be if you were here, and. But yet you knew I was I was exhausted too. You yeah. knew I was worn out too. And you were like, hey, you you got I know you gotta be here. I know you gotta like lean in, 
but make sure you still take some time in your day or in your week. And like, you were real intentional to tell me like, you've got to take 30 minutes in your day to like be in God's word, to like actually say mm-hmm. so to him, pray and t- tell him how you're actually feeling. You told me like, you got to make sure in your week that you're actually still taking a day. Everybody can take a day off in their life. I don't care what job you have. I don't care what you're doing. If you're working seven days a week, you're ridiculous. Quit that job. You're, it's going to kill you. Like, so when you do take the day off, be intentional with what you're doing in it. Yeah. Be, plan ahead so that you're not just like staying up till midnight. Cause that's something I was in a routine of, of like, I'm just staying up late till I can just make myself exhausted so I can lay down and fall asleep. So I don't have to think about all the things I'm thinking about. Uh, but instead it was like plan ahead. And so those days that I did have off, I'm going to be intentional to take them off and to do something well with them. And then, uh, in those times, prepare yourself. You got, you've surely got two days of like PTO stored up that you could take two days and like plan how, what do I need to do to rest? What do I need to recharge? What is missing? What is off kilter in me? Meet with a friend say, tell me the truth about where I'm at. Well, that's really good. Before I ever took one of these sabbaticals, I met with multiple pastors that are mentors in my life and just said, what do you do when you do this? Right. Right. And I did it this time too. Just what do I do? What do I need to think about? What do I need to pray about? Yeah. Yeah. You have a plan. And And then I think what you're saying is carve out the, carve out the the space, carve out the time. If you don't have a large chunk, that's okay. Car, you you can get two hours on a Saturday morning from five to seven AM because that's like you can, you can carve the time while you were out. You were like, you have to make sure you're checking your margin. And so it was like, yeah, okay. If I'm working more then I'm definitely not going to go entertain more too. I'm not going to then also throw eight parties at my house or I'm not also going to volunteer at my kid's school for six things. Like if you're in a season where you need rest, then the time you do have, you make that sacred, you make it for you and you use it appropriately to help build your rest back up and then bank it. You've got to pay attention to banking time when it's necessary. Hmm. Move your whatever appointments to the time when you don't have to take off work and start banking some time that you can take off and then and then actually do it. You've got to be willing to take your foot out of the throttle. A hundred percent. Now I know that we are tug of more and that we're aggressively pushing into something new but you have to to rest. Take your foot out of the throttle. Yeah. You can't go, like for me, I can't go to every baby shower and every right. wedding and every right. funeral. Right, no. I can't, I can't, I can't. Yeah. I can't, and I shouldn't. No, And right. so f- over the summer, we had to say like, okay, well, we're not gonna do this event. We're not gonna do this thing that we normally do. We're gonna take it a lot easier mm-hmm. because that's what we need. Right, no, yeah. it's true. And uh, something that you just, so you said the word sabbatical. Okay. And so let's just talk about that for a minute because yeah. When you and I first started working together, we talked about a sabbatical and the very first time we talked about it, you were like, no, I'm never taking a sabbatical. And I was like, wait a minute, why? And in your mind, it had always been associated with negativity. Yeah. And in my mind, I'd always seen it as a reward. Um, and so I think it's important to talk about that yeah. like a sabbatical is a time of rest as a reward for working, right? Every time I had heard a pastor taking a sabbatical, it was because he'd either got caught doing something sketchy Right? right or he was about to be fired and this was just the go away this until was just you the come go back away and fire you. Yeah. yeah and we figure out what we're going to do with it all yeah we're going to talk to a bunch of people in church before we fire your tail <laughs> right and so i had a real negative connotation yeah. about it yeah and so i think like that's what a sabbatical is um but you don't have to be a pastor to get a sabbatical like anyone 
if you work in the medical field, if you work in uh, schools, like sabbaticals, are those are terms in those job roles too. But like, it's just a break, a rest, a vacation from where you are typically working. It's but it's not allowing yourself to work while you're taking that. Yeah. So like, it was not just because we still saw each other while you were on sabbatical, yeah. but only as friends right. and, and not as employee, employer, like not that way. And so you have to just, when you take some time, if you're a pastor, if you're a leader, church leader watching, when you take the sabbatical, you just got to step away from it. Take it all the way off. Don't allow yourself to answer any email, any conversation, like unless every, the world is on fire. Bad on fire. Bad, bad, bad on fire. Nuclear Godzilla on fire. Right. COVID too, like, yeah. like, unless that you're not going to pick up the phone, whoever in your life is going to have the authority to be able to handle any minor issue that needs to be handled or to say it will wait until you come back. Go ahead. No, what you're saying is great, but you have to be able to give that stuff away, which is a whole other conversation. Yeah, that's a whole other piece. That I was able to walk away because I've already given so much authority away yeah, to this yeah, team. For sure. But rest costs you something. Absolutely. It costs. So it costs taking a day, taking a couple of days off. Right. It costs being at home or being around the kids, being with your spouse. It costs. Rachel had to pay a price for me to take some yeah. time off. My staff had right. to pay a price. I had to pay a price. Right. But it's the it's the greatest investment that you'll ever make. Absolutely. Is in your own rest. Absolutely. And so if you're out there and you're feeling beat up, exacerbated, worn out, guess what? It's okay to do. It's okay to tell your podcast audience, "Hey guys, we're gonna take some time off." Yeah. I would love to keep pumping out episodes all through the right. summer, but I, I really just need to take some time to rest and recharge. And then when you come back, it's going to be better than ever. No, I think that's the and part. And so we, so we disappeared so that you can disappear. That's true. <laughs> yes, it's good. Yeah. Right. That's all. If you have questions, comments, leave them, send us messages, but then also share this with somebody that you know, like for real, he's teasing, but it's not, it's not a joke. I sent it that sermon message to him what at least four times and said seriously seriously watch this and the same here like if you know somebody that needs to rest and hasn't found the freedom to because they're a hard-working person who tugs into more just send them this so at least there's two people that can tell them hey take the time you deserve it you take the time it. one more thing one last thing uh we, we wanted just to add. we wanted to add so if you're watching you now see that we're in different clothes <laughs> uh because it's a different day but we realized that there was something we wanted to add to this idea of rest yeah so this year, uh, in fact, in, on October 9th, this coming Sunday, is our 12-year anniversary as a church. Right. Your seven-year uh, anniversary of being the lead pastor of this church. And we decided something as an act of obedience because of rest, because of what God's been teaching us in rest. Yeah, so we talked earlier in the podcast about how the Bible tells us that there, we need to have a day of rest right. kind of per week. But there's this teaching uh, that God gave Moses and his people way back in the day. Yeah. And he said that uh, that you need to work the ground, right? If you're a farmer, plant corn or whatever, work the ground for six years, but then let the ground rest for a whole year. And that in that year of rest, that the that the ground would really be able to rejuvenate and right. all the things. Yeah, be ready to build, bring a bigger harvest yeah. after that. Yeah. And so we were praying through like what to do for our year 12 anniversary. Right. We usually do a blowout. Yeah. T-shirt for everybody, bounce house, food, party, cake, party food, me things, mega yeah. sermon, right. all the things. And as I was praying about it, I felt like God said, you need to rest. Right. It's like, what does that mean? He said, you need to just cancel church. Yeah. 
And I was like, God, that's crazy talk. God, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. God, what? But the truth is we know and trust and believe that he can do more yeah. in our rest than we can do in any of our striving or work. And yeah. so we're going to take October 9th as a day of rest and abiding for our entire church Uh to hang out, to connect with friends. Yeah. We're, we're asking them like, get some of your people together and y'all just abide together. Go to brunch, go hang out, go do something fun and exciting and restful, yeah. not stressful. And and we're doing it as a step of obedience. Yep. We're doing it as worshiped unto the Lord. Yep. My whole life I've been preaching as worship to God. Right. But I also need to learn that just because I'm not bringing my A game on a day yeah. doesn't mean that God is unable to bless. Yeah. And so instead of me keeping it in my hands, uh, in our hands, right. on October 9th, this coming Sunday, we're canceling service as an act of obedience and worship yep. to God, knowing that he can do exceedingly abundantly more than we could ask or imagine in our own power. And you know what I love is that um, as a staff team, as a church team, we're actually going to take the time to rest together. Yeah. And uh, we're going to go, you know, on Sundays for us, uh, where most people, that is a day they're receiving from the Lord for mm -hmm. us. That's the day that we're pouring out. And so we're going to go together and attend church and, and receive together and take some time together. And I'm excited because we don't ever get to just pray together like that on yeah. Sunday. Yeah. And so, in fact, uh, Pastor Philip, one of our guys was like, I don't even know very many days in my life. In my life. That I've not attended my church working on a Sunday because he's grew up, you know, a church kid serving in the yeah. church his whole life. And I'm like, I can't wait to see what God can do in this act of obedience uh, of rest for our whole church. And yeah. so uh, we're encouraging everyone in the church. If you are a part of our church, like go with someone and then post about it. Like take a post, yeah. post where you're at, uh, what you're doing, you're at, how, you're, what resting, you're, doing, how, how you're, you're abiding. abiding. Yeah. It's gonna be so good. So uh, just a piece of information we thought was important in sharing that like we're taking it not just like oh we're learning how to rest in our vacation time yeah but a step beyond of like this is going to be who we are as people put the hammer down come on learn how to rest yeah. guys we love y'all we're so glad that you're a part of that's our right. tug team yes if you ever have any questions we want to hear them that's right questions about life ministry uh business advancement well it's funny as we posted uh well as we have not been having our podcast. And then as we posted that we're coming back, the amount of people who've been like, there you are, I've been missing you. Or, yeah. hey, when are you coming back? Like, there was a lot of engagement there, but let's keep the engagement going. We're back going. in the saddle yeah, like, again. That's, that's good. But keep the engagement going. Don't stop talking to us. Let us know what's going on, what's good. So, Love y'all. See y'all. Peace. <laughs>